0: and ways to incorporate natural solutions for whole health. I think it's time to normalize spiritual breakthrough and walk in freedom with whole hearts. Holy Spirit, you get full permission to recalibrate our hearts. Let's go. Oh, I'm super excited to bring you this episode today of things you can start doing for free right now to start transformation. I, if you've been with me on this journey, I think for a year now, I've been podcasting It's really, for me, about the inside out because the Lord dripped that to me so many years ago. So many years ago, inside out, it was going to, you're going to heal from the inside out. I want to heal you from the inside out. So that is like the context I'm doing this. And as I was about to start just jotting my notes down of things you can start doing for free, I felt like the Holy Spirit took me on a little journey back in time. So I'm going to take you. It was around 2015, 2016, I was on a walk with my children, there were three kids under three years old. They were three in diapers, basically. And I was listening to Chris Valentin because I would listen to the weekly sermons for Bethel Church in Redding, California. And I heard Chris Valentin say, change your thoughts, change your life. Change your thoughts, change your life. And I really felt like the Holy Spirit's like, pay attention to this. And I also knew the Lord has been like dripping this to me and encouraging me to take my thoughts captive for like a long time before that, okay? I felt like the Lord's like, you need to take charge of your thoughts, beloved. You need to do a force stop on your negative thinking, negative thought patterns. I was like, okay, I know this is in my mind. I know, Lord, but how? I would hear instructions. And I, as soon as Chris Valentin said that, I was like, how, Lord, how? Super hungry. There were parts of me that were like, you ain't going down that path. It's too painful. So it was like my parts inside of me were conflicting, like even felt maybe like spirit was at, soul was at war with spirit, but I didn't have words for it at the time, okay? Very much felt powerless, really powerless. I felt small and I felt like my family used the word growing up basket case half the time, like mental, okay? How do I do the things the Lord's encouraging me to do? It feels huge. It felt so complicated. It felt, I knew I was going into unknown territory And it felt super hard. Now, at the time, I didn't realize I can do hard things, okay? I had to, like, train my mind and body, literally, to know I can do hard things. And some of that stems from, like, military trauma and pressure as a kid and all that. But you guys, I literally felt like I didn't have the tools to sift through what was truth or what wasn't truth. I definitely didn't feel equipped. Now, the Spirit of God was in me. I'm a born-again believer in the kingdom. But guess what? I was wanting, parts of me, was wanting things to look a certain way. I wanted to control the outcome. I wanted to control, by the way, the pain level I would feel if I were to look at my baggage or what was holding me back. I wanted to subdue fear. Now get that one. I don't even know how I felt like I could. It's kind of crazy, actually. I wanted to keep fear tamed, you know, in its cage and only let it out to use it to my advantage. Somebody is going to get set free of that it's going to resonate right now with you. I wanted to subdue fear. I wanted to control it, keep it tame, you know, in its little cage and only let it out when I needed it. Only let it out to use it to my advantage. I know it's twisted and I didn't necessarily understand that I built my life upon that. I was, that stuff was in me. Now, how years even before all this in 2015 and 16, when the Lord was like, hello, we need some help. I would read the word, soak in scripture, listen to worship music, sing worship music, dance for the Lord, and only move the needle like a little bit. For my inner healing. Because I feel like I was trying to control everything out of fear. Okay? That's how. I was trying to control everything around me out of fear. So basically projecting on me and myself and my family around me. And also, of course, it'll come masking up, pretending, faking it. Total imposter syndrome. So when I started slowly opening my hand and letting go of control, of anger, the anger that's not healthy. There's healthy anger and there's not. Of fear, really um, paralyzing free fear, of anxiety, of bitterness, of unforgiveness, of shame, guilt, you name it. I saw it continual, like I would slowly open my hand because I kept seeing certain circumstances around me. And continued cycles of trauma, unhappiness, lack, not a lot of fruit. Oh man, sure, there was encouragement in my life. I remember my friends being like, You're such a prayer warrior, you're so encouraging. You're, so, you know, and those were good, that was okay. But deep down, I knew like something wasn't right. Well, when it got painful enough in my life, unfortunately, super painful, I don't know if I was stubborn, maybe prideful for sure, just so much, like I started understanding, really, I started letting go of what was not serving me. Uh, and I started to understand what was really hidden behind the fear or buried underneath the anger. I started to understand through the power of love, a Christ love alone and the love of my friends really helps, right? The people that supported healthy support group. I was not my trauma. I was not my past. I was not my mistakes. My identity in Christ is in Christ and I am who he says I am. I have a huge choice. I had a Big fat choice to choose to believe that or to not believe it. I had a choice to make to choose to heal or stay stuck. I have a choice to choose and I had a choice to choose to let go of the right to be right or even the need to be right. Now those were like all I gotta say is boy did that take out ego and pride. Oh man, if you want to do something, and I'm telling you, oh, I'm getting like teary-eyed as I'm talking, this inner healing journey and becoming the best version of yourself that the Lord call- is calling forth, continually calls forth, that pattern he created before time began, It is feels like it's a like a slow death sometimes and not in a bad, evil way. I'm talking like a death of self, but it's also like a cutting and a pruning and pruning can be so painful and not understanding everything all the time. I can remember. That's why I'm getting like emotional. I can remember being like, dude, am I losing it? Like, is this, am I, do I even know who I am? Oh, I don't know who I am. Oh, I'm supposed to take your hand, trust you Lord, and walk this out. Okay. Okay. I guess I'm going to do that because it's too painful to say the same, but I still made a choice. Okay. Victim was my best friend. Self-pity was, we talked about that, how to break up with it. Go to those episodes if you need it, please but I had to make a choice. It was super painful. Now looking back, way worth it. Can't even express enough worth it. I started to understand these things and light started coming in the darkness, like literally had lots of darkness inside. Just, I think darkness is my own version of, you know, or what I'm saying in this context is unhealthy, unhealed areas of trauma, like darkness of mind, right? Anxiety, anxiety. And pressure on myself, self-condemnation and hatred. So I had a choice to choose like, oh, the right to be right and the need to be right, which slams pride to the ground. Like, I know I'm right. Okay. I'm talking to my husband. I remember this years ago. I know I'm right. Right. And then I talked to my coach like, what? Okay. What's going on? And she's like, well, you could release the right to be right. And I was like, what are you talking about? This is unheard of for me. No, no, I'm right. He's wrong. And she's like, you could release the right to be right. And you can let go of the need to be right. I'm like, but I'm right. (laughs) Right. Hear me. But I'm right. I know I'm not the only one out here. I'm right. Dude, I had to die to myself over and over and over. So many times. So many times. Then it's like healing and peace started coming because I could let go of it. Because when I chose to let go of it, I was choosing faith. I was exchanging that junk pride and bitterness and resentment and convincing, convincing him. No, you have to listen to me. You have to, convincing is like witchcraft. I won't even go there right now. Convincing isn't right. Okay. Taking my peace. Why do I need to be heard so bad? What do you need, Miranda? Good question to ask. What do I need right now? Journal it out. That was a side note. I'm going to say this again because I want it to sink in. I had a choice to choose to let go of the right to be right or the need to be right. And I made those choices. It literally went against the grain of everything I felt that served me and protected me. It was so scary. I'm so scary. Why aren't we, why isn't more people transparent with this and normalizing this? I know I'm called to this realm and the sphere of influence and this is my Metron. So I'm going to normalize it and be transparent. But I get freedom when people are transparent. I get freedom. Oh, I'm not the only nuts one. I'm not the only uh, one that has Aoi trauma, and pain. And So let's normalize it. It's scary. Now, it's not impossible. It's not. And I'm standing on the other side, hallelujah. I'm standing on the other side, still doing my work, still picking up pieces with God. I'm not going to say it never stops. I think there's going to be even more freedom coming, et cetera, and I don't know. I'm not there yet, but I'm definitely not where I used to be, hallelujah. Okay, so scary. It was time, really time to face what I have chosen, what I chose to become, and who I chose to become. It was time to face a compromise I allowed, and it was time to look at myself in the mirror and address here's biggies right here self hatred, self condemnation, and self sabotage, among other things. But I wanted to share those three, especially little by little, when it looked like I was falling apart at the seams. The truth was, the truth was when I felt like I was falling apart, the father was putting me back together the way he intended me to be in the first place, right? He's the one that heals hearts. Truth sets free. His love pursues and pursues and never stops. And this is my takeaways. This is what I live on. This is what I build, build my life on. And walking out of fear, death of self, past trauma, unhealed emotional pain, walking out of that, it feels amazing. It feels amazing walking out of that. At times you do feel like you're going backwards, but there's this something in there. There was something in me. There still is that hope to a better life, the hope to a better glory, the hope to like my oil and my anointing is worth protecting. I'm worth this. I'm seated in heavenly places with the father. Now, like in the beginning, I didn't know what that meant. I just, they were words in a book, but the more I stepped into healing, Oh, here's the ploy of the enemy, you guys. The more I stepped into healing, the more I was like, oh, I can see now. I can see. I once was <clears throat> I once was blind, but now I see. Like, the enemy keeps people busy, distracted, in pain, trauma, whatever. So they, they don't get to see who they really are. So he does that so you don't get to see who you are as a son and daughter of God. So you don't understand your authority and step into it. I just, I have to leave that right there because I'll go off and I don't want to right now. But here's the flames of hope. I hope this blesses somebody. That maybe I don't have to have it all together. Maybe I don't have to be perfect. Mask up. Be someone I'm not. Continue to pretend. Maybe my small t-truth isn't the big t-truth. His truth. Maybe I'm wrong in many ways. And maybe I need to release the right to be right and the need to be right. And that's super freeing. Maybe God can bring death to life. Maybe God does bring beauty from ashes. Maybe he does love me with a love that heals, sets free redeems, creates, envelopes, encompasses, recreates, and so much more. And as I started, he started putting my life back together. My pieces shattered, shattered. Sometimes beyond like in the natural, this can't be repaired. This can't not be redeemed. But the Lord is a spiritual father and he can. He's outside of time and space. He goes back and picks up those pieces. He gets to do that. He can do that. I don't need to know how it works all the time. That's why there's faith. That's why there's faith. and he sent me coaches, mentors, my hunger right for reading and learning and growing, books that brought revelation and freedom. He sent me healthy safe relationships. He unlocked the Word of God for me as I read with Holy Spirit's help. He opened my eyes up to understanding the spirit realm and more and more and more. and he did it for me. He will do it for you. He will do it for you. Now I just need to just in case this is the first time you're listening. I was raised in the church and then up till about 14, my parents got divorced and then we didn't go to church any longer. It was dripped a little here and there. I knew God, but I literally had a relationship with him built on. Now, deep, 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 deep down, I knew he loved me. I could not in a way, I felt I couldn't access that love. So I felt like a performance-based love was raised on that. There was just so much intertwined with, I have to mask up. I have to act a certain way to be loved. Um, but then I was like, what's the point, dude? I'm just going to get in by the, into heaven by the skin of my teeth. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to skate in. I'm going to just do the least I can do because, yeah, sin, I allowed sin and compromise. And then it just started really um, shadowing my feelings and, you know, addictions, et cetera. But I just want to give a picture because it just came to mind how I would read the Bible. Okay. Even after trying to work through things and You know, as a single parent and oh boy, there's trauma in that self if you're not a healthy minded single parent. And I would read the Bible, fall asleep drooling on myself. Now, I think someone needs to hear this because it's not like I came out of the womb reading in the word, empowering my children, all the things, okay? I was falling asleep to the Bible, drooling, really hating myself while I was reading it, not even understanding why, just thought, I got to get through the checklist. Let's check it off. Okay. So I just felt like someone needed to hear like, oh sure, here you are now. And I don't know, maybe you're not thinking that, but no, I used to fall asleep reading the Bible, drooling on myself. Like you know, when you chin down anyway. And then I definitely didn't, you know, addicted to sugar, addicted to uh, who knows what, anyway stress, addicted to chaos. But what he d- he did for me, he can do for you. Here's some first steps for you. Remember in the beginning, I said some first free steps you can do for transformation. Be here, be brave, be courageous, choose to be, but get really, really, really honest with yourself. Give yourself permission to be honest and aware of what you are feeling. Like really honest with God. Now, I don't know, maybe other people don't talk about this. Get honest with God. Be honest with God. There's times in my life even now, and I'm not arrived. I haven't even come close to arriving, dude. I'm always, there's more to God, every layer, every level, every healing, more. I have so much more to go. But like, I still am like, hey, I'm not really happy about this right now, Lord. And sometimes I'm like throwing a fit or something to him. Like throwing a fit is the best word to say it. Like, wah. But I'm not. I want to be honest with him. I want to build relationship with him. Be honest with the Father. Like pain doesn't scare him. He said to me um, about a year ago, maybe it was right before <laughs> Holy Spirit, the best coach ever, is like, your expectations for your family and those around you are so high, they will always disappoint you. You'll They'll never meet them. You've set the bar to a ridiculous standard, and it's really not doing you good. And he said other words like, it's in my journal, and I bawled, and I released it, and I had my own deliverance because he was right. And when a word ter- of truth comes in, you're just like, yep, you're right, and ow. But right before, anyway, so I was being super honest and frustrated with circumstances around me. And I am still honest when I'm frustrated or I don't understand. Because get really honest, be really aware, like give yourself permission to be aware of what you're feeling. Remember, I said I was even scared to face it and all that. Well, those are feelings, okay? Feelings are feelings. Higher, you know I'm going to say this. Why wouldn't I? It's changed my life forever. And I won't be without a coach or mentor, at least I mean, I would love to have two to three at all times because there's different areas of my life I've coached, business and spiritual breakthrough and like just another to another level spiritually Coach, But, and I had my coach Diane on here a couple episodes ago. Please go listen and glean from her. She's amazing. Hire a coach, mentor or a mentor, seek out help with this. You are not alone. I pray that safe, healthy relationships come into your life. Pray for them. Lord, show me safe, healthy people I can surround myself with that I can break free of things and start healing, right? And be able to share that. Um, Journal and heart dump all the things. Journal and heart dump. Super amazing exercise for your spirit, soul, and body. Here's the thing again about feelings. Feel all the feelings. Feel them. Allow yourself to be honest. Feel them even if you're afraid of the feelings. They're just feelings. It's important to note Really, you can, if you want, put your soul in check. Soul. I had to have tons of conversations with myself. I still do, right? Because I'm raising children and I'm married. I'm building a marriage, family, children, businesses. Really, I have to, like, tell myself things a lot. Um, I talk to myself out loud here and there, but I put my soul in check. Soul, you're not going to rule me. Stop throwing a fit and back down. I choose to be led by my spirit and Holy Spirit today. Soak in healing worship music and frequencies, like... I love whole tones. My goodness, I honor um, the life of Michael. And healing worship music, William Augusto, Bethel Silky music, instrumental if you get distracted by words. There's more. Reach out if you need more ideas. The discipline of fasting is a good idea um, if it doesn't like, you know, do it safely. But it's denying your flesh is a great way. It starts opening, I think it starts opening up my eyes to things. And as a discipline to work on, I do it yearly. Take communion. Wow, right? Take communion. Super powerful to eat the body of Jesus. Drink the blood. You're doing a symbol of you trust him. His, my life is yours. Your life is mine. I thank you, Lord. But there's something spiritually that happens. Read books on that if you want to know more. Benny Johnson has a great book on that. Find a healthy church body, even online. I don't know. I love gathering in person, but even online, if that's what you have to do, be okay with where you're at. Healthy. I said healthy. And then there's out there, there's Deliverance Ministries, there's Sozo Ministries, there's Inner Healing, um, there's all those things. If you are led to... I have... Now, if any of this resonated with you, and remember, it's things you can start to do for free right now. That was that list as I shared my story with you. If anything resonates with you, like Miranda totally would understand me. She's been where I'm at. I need help. And you want a coach? I am happy to be your coach. Go to my website, MirandaWendler.com. And go under spiritual coaching and then go from there. You could apply for coaching. I'm super honored to bring this word to you. I feel like it'll be life-changing for people. I love that Holy Spirit gets my mic. And really, I started off wanting to be like, here's a few things to do. Let's have a quick episode. And he's like, nope, we're taking it back to the story. Um, I feel like I can see myself in people's stories. I hope you can see yourself in mine. I want you to know you're safe, you're loved, deeply loved, and you're in the Father's house. Until next time.